Brothers, but not by birth. Family, but not by DNA. David and Adam are two of a kind, and they wanna borrow some of your day to talk into your ear holes about midi chlorians and roller coasters. Those two things are unrelated, but so are they. They're unrelated at birth, like most people who aren't related. Unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden voice of the South. They're brothers from different mothers, but they're both really proud to be unrelated at birth. Hey, uh, uh Adam. Yes, Dave. It is. It's the week of the sixteenth. Uh, what comes at the end of this week? Friday. Well, okay. So for you and I, it's not Friday, but uh, <laughs> Thursday. St- st- Star Wars. St- Star Wars. <laughs> Skywalker will rise. Mm. Are you a little Walker excited? Will. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Just, 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 just a little bit. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a little stoked. Hey, oh, wait. We we went too long last week before we did this. Several minutes, in fact. Okay. Yeah. Golden Voice of the South, the broken human jukebox until the end of the year. Dave Adams, all the way from the top of the state of Alabama, where it's still cold. Sorry to hear that. Phenomenal brother, Adam Russell, all the way from the middle of the middle of Florida. St. Cloud. We're at 65. House of Mouse. I hate you. <laughs> okay, so so last week you said that uh, that you get to see the movie at 645 Eastern. Yes. Which is 545 Central. That's right. How are we going to go live before we go see it? Um, we can go live while I'm going in. No, we can't. Because remember, you have to be at your computer. Have to... Not for Facebook. for. Our, I thought for our little. Oh, to Skype. do the whole fancy thing, yeah. I mean, the whole fancy thing, sure. Okay, but we can try it from our from my phone because I I get to do it what four hours ahead of you. Yeah, shut up. And and for only thirty bucks too, for the four of us. What? Yeah. How? Wait. How? So there is a um, little two screen movie theater here in town where adults. Tickets are eight dollars, and kids' tickets are six dollars. Popcorns, three or four bucks. A drinks, three or four bucks. Candies, two or three dollars. It's it's a nice place, man. I mean, it's not huge. It's not gonna shake the seat, or they have a nice projector and a good sound system, and and they get first run movies. So is it, it the it, old school seats? Like, or do you have like the plush recliners? And- oh, no, there's no recliners. No, it, it's it's like a tr- typical run of the mill movie theater. I mean, it's no bells and whistles. It's the the building was actually built, I think, a hundred and three years ago. Something crazy like that. Hundred and three. Hundred and three. Nineteen seventy. That was exact. That was very. Well, one hundred and two. Almost one hundred and three. Um, and but there's no like assigned seating, recliners, none of that. But it it satisfies the need to see the movie before it gets spoiled. And I know that's not always a priority for you. 
But no. for me, that's a huge priority. So I'll usually go see it here, and then I'll go by myself and go see it in one of the big earth-rattling theaters somewhere else. But it's a, it's a nice little quaint place, man. Quaint? Yeah. I show up so, about a half hour before the movie starts, and I'm like 10th in line for seats. And wait, there's no big you fight. To, you yeah, have to wait in line no reserve, for there's, seats? There's, there's no reserved seating. But there's also not a thousand people from all over one central location in Orlando, all f- a big throng of people coming in. I mean, pretty much just people from town go there. So what? What is this? Is this Mayberry in St. Cloud? Sure. Why not? I mean, we have a big Indiana. water tower right by my house that says St. Cloud celebrating small town life. There you go. Does Does old Andy swing by in the car every now and then? And Barney Fife show. Barney up still and, hadn't got his bullet out of his pocket yet. You know. No, he's, citizens of Reyes. You know, you got Gomer coming by. <laughs> I mean that, that that sounds miserable. No offense, but it's not miserable. It's the best. Just dude, if, if you ever come to Huntsville, mm-hmm. wait till I take you to one of our theaters. I, I don't. I don't. I, I have a hundred and fifty of those within a twenty minute drive of here. You I don't have, have. I have. I dude. I've got the AMC at Disney Springs. I have the Cinemark up at um, City Walk, which is all recliner reserve seat in every theater now. They just yeah. upgraded theirs. I've got the that, theaters. I don't need the theaters. I need somewhere where I can see it three to four hours before you for as cheap as possible so I can take the whole family. Check, check, check. Done. See, we've got one. It's Cinemark, but it used to be called Monaco, mm-hmm. which was it was its own little brand. Yeah. Cinemark bought them. They've got, in four of the theaters, they've got what they call the Privé. Privé, well. Yes. Well, well. You have to be 21 or up to go or as you, sit. Or as you guys call it in Huntsville, the privy? The privy. <laughs> yeah. 21 and up to sit in these seats. Wow. And they've got a full bar. Hmm. And it's you know massive leg room. It, it's reclining yeah. chairs. It's, nice. it, it's the best. You can order like from their bar. You can order food. They'll yeah. deliver it to your chair. It's it's amazing, that's and awesome. I mean, yeah, they've got like a wine bar. They've got it, it's it's really cool. That's cool. Yeah, so. the, the the one at Disney Springs. There's there's it don't they have a bar in the lobby, and then they have the um, fork and screen, but then there is one downtown that's more like a full blown like bar slash restaurant built into a movie theater kind of thing. But um, but yeah, the, my my actual my favorite movie theater in the area is a Studio Movie Grill. And we, we, we're getting one kind of close to us. It's probably about 30 minutes away. But there's one when we go to the place that I can't say on the coast. Because um, <laughs> I don't want to give it away. We, we go to one there, and it's got the whole, like, order from your seat type thing. Really comfortable. If you say it, I'm just, I'll put the donkey no- noise over it again. How about that? <laughs> you can't. You really can't uh, put a little beep over an uh, airy voice. Really? I mean, you could, but yeah, hide and watch. Weird. Yeah, I know, right? I, by the way, I do, I do love the editing skills of the donkey. Oh yeah, wasn't that nice? Considering what I, I said, <laughs> that, that that's great. All right, we've gotten way off topic. We're not talking about movies. We're not. Wait, talking wait. About there's, sp- is there a topic? Well, I mean, on our show, we do have a guest this week. And oh yeah, a, we do. You're right. A pretty, pretty amazing mm-hmm. get that's six months in the making. Yes, it took a long so, time. So, uh, so tell them about it. Yeah, so um, we uh, we'll talk some more after the interview about YouTube in general. But um, me and my family, my kids have gotten into it for a while now, and we try to hedge it, make sure they don't watch too much YouTube, and just kind of stare at it like a zombie, you know. 
But um, one of the channels that we don't mind watching, don't mind them watching, is called Plush Time Wins. And it literally is just a husband and wife duo who go to arcades and play claw machines and ticket games and things like that. But it's their enthusiasm and their attitude that kind of makes it a little bit addictive. And you learn something, too, if you watch enough of them. They give you tips and tricks. It's really cool. So we actually, um, they went on a world tour, and I saw them here in Orlando. And shortly after that, reached out to them and, um, and asked them if they wanted to be on the show. They were in the middle of a world tour, all of this stuff going on in their lives. They have now gotten up to almost 2 million followers. And so they've been kind of on an upswell, very busy summer for them. And so finally, world tour ended and they had a half hour for us to sit down and talk and so we actually got to sit down and, and pick their brains a little bit so really excited to get this one on because uh there are many celebrities in our house <laughs> so <laughs> so tell them what you you did i, I think we this might have been on air yeah this was on air last week just what remind I, everybody what, what, what you did. and blair did after the interview was over <laughs> when the interview was over we uh we we went and um we hung up and like put everything away and I walked in there and I was like, Oh my gosh, we just interviewed plush time wins. And we were like, <laughs> like that. It was, it was neat for us. You know, they say never meet your heroes, right? Never meet the people that you like, not, not look up to or worship or things like that, but never meet the people that are celebrities to you. That one wasn't disappointing. And I was very happy that it wasn't disappointing. So we'll, uh, we'll play that inter interview for you now and uh, chat more after it. All right, everybody. Well, this is a um, big moment in the making for me personally. I think it's been July that I've been talking to these guys, hoping to get them on the show. They've been very busy with a world tour. And we uh, welcome to the show uh, Plush Time Wins, uh, Angel and Crystal. If you haven't seen them on YouTube, I'll let them talk about what they do. They can say it better than I can. But uh, me and my family, I know, are big fans. So this is a big moment for me personally. And I've introduced Dave to it. And it sounds like, Dave, your little girl is now so, starting to get into it, too. Yes. When, when I found out we were doing this interview, I, I, I turned you guys on. And, and I just watched your latest video. And my five-year-old daughter, Ellie... Uh, has not stopped watching y'all since three hours ago. Uh, so she's watched a lot of your library. So uh, yeah, just guys, tell us what you do, what got you into doing the YouTube channel and uh, take it away. All right, um, Crystal, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, we were just bored one day. And, oh, so there was, like, this um, Walmart. Our local Walmart had this little teeny tiny arcade. And we went there. We was, like, thinking there's no way. There is no way we can actually win from this claw machine. <laughs> so then we started playing. And to our surprise, we were actually winning a lot of things. And people would just stop and stare and be like, you won that from there? And we're like, yeah. So we were just so shocked that we were winning so much. So that's pretty much how it started. Yeah, step back a little bit. We are an arcade channel. So what yeah. we do is we play arcade <laughs> games. Um, what Crystal was talking about is claw machines. That's what got us started in mm -hmm. for our channel. So we were we went out and played, did that. And so we started because we saw other people on YouTube. And we're like, hey, that looks, that looks super easy. Nobody ever wins from those things. And then we're like, okay, let's go. And like she said, we went to Walmart and we played it and we won. We were very surprised. We actually still have our first win just in the other room. Oh, wow. oh, that's cool. And we were like, wow, this is crazy. So then we were playing and then eventually we started recording it, but not not posting it, just recording it. And then like 
cringing at it, you know? <laughs> so we recorded it. And then, like, a few months went by before we even started putting it on YouTube. And so we put it on YouTube just to see what would happen. And we started getting some decent views, like, you know, 100, 200 views. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. It was shocking that anyone wanted to watch that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because if you watch our early stuff, we don't yeah. talk. We, we're very camera shy. It's very blurry. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. Yeah, we, we go back. We were looking at some of the old stuff, and it looks like there was a Denny's and maybe a CC's Pizza involved yeah. somewhere in there and that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's so great. That was, that's where we started. Where we started was like Walmart's and Denny's and... CC's. Well, CC's, yeah. Because we started with a certain brand of claw machines at the time, yeah. which were very easy to win from. Well, kind of easy. It was a skill-based, and so... So they were in those kind of places, and yeah, so that's like that's basically who we are, how we started, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's great. Well, yeah, go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. So, I, me being a noob at these claw machines, <laughs> I, I'm I'm not good. There's no skill involved with me. What is the the skill that you have to do to get to win these these easy quote unquote easier claw machines? Um. So. It's a few different things. I mean, we know by looking at a claw machine if it's going to be skill-based or not. Usually, we can look at it and tell. But most people, like you said, as a noob, you would go, you'd see a machine and be like, hey, that one's the same as every other one. But it's not the case. <laughs> um, so uh, for the ones that we know are skill, you just have to, you know, you have to take, there's basic things you got to know how to win. One, go for something close to the price you to make sure it's not buried underneath a bunch of other stuff. You want to go for things that are kind of like on top. Yes. And you want to make sure that there's air around it, you know, like if it's just laying there versus being stuffed in there. Mm-hmm. Um, any other tips that you would say? Besides, basically, you go for what you can win, not what you okay. want. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I, I say that, you say that, but the last video I watched was one where you went after Forky and uh, uh, took you about... 30 tries to get Yeah, you see that? I wanted it and I went for it and it took forever to get it. So I shouldn't have gone for that, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've played claw machines for for a long time. And I remember I went to a a Denny's, funnily enough, here in Orlando with with, uh, my wife's in laws and, and her niece and nephew. And um, he kept wanting to play the claw machine. And we were like, no, no. His parents were like, nobody ever wins those things. And I said, come here, let's try it one time and ended up winning something. And so I don't know if it's the Denny's brand or what, but it, it, it seemed to pay out. But it, it blew my mind. One of your videos you brought up um, that it doesn't seem ready to pay out. And we use that phrase when we go to arcades so often yes. now because you can just tell, you know, this is not mm-hmm. going to give me that thing. And it never even entered my mind that there would be some kind of like timing to it where you have to go a number of cycles and stuff like that. So Yeah, so that's that like a whole, the whole programming or logic to the game. They all have yeah. to, you'll hear some people say those machines are very logical. Well, they're logical because they can be programmed to let somebody win every 10 plays or whatever. Yeah. Um, hmm. So... Yeah, that's a that's an aspect that you get used to, and like I said, certain claw machine brands you can see, it and you're like, oh, that one's gonna take twenty dollars versus the yeah. Denny's ones, like you said. That's actually um, Sugarloaf brand, which are usually pretty fair. If you're yeah. pretty, if you're good at playing claw machines, that's when you should play. That's cool. <laughs> Which I'm not good at. So. <laughs> you just have to practice. You'll get there. You just got to practice. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I know you guys have been really busy over the last several months. Um, you've had a whole world tour. We were there at the first stop in Orlando, and you've been so many places since then. How has that been? How does it feel going all around the world and having people recognize you and attend your events? How it feels amazing. It's just like 
it's so weird at the same time, but we feel very lucky to be able to do it. And we love like traveling, going to different arcades. It's always fun going to like a brand new arcade. It's like a kid in a candy store. We're like, oh my gosh, we have to look over here. We have to look <laughs> over here. What's over here around this corner? So it's really fun. That's great. Yeah, so we're really lucky to be able to do what we do in the way that we do it. So uh, some channels I know that they stay just in small areas. And to us, that gets kind of boring over a, um, like a long period of time. It gets repetitive. Yeah, it's like, okay, I'm doing the same place. It's like, uh, but since we get to go to all these different arcades, all these different countries and experience it all, it's like, it's so crazy because like, um, like you mentioned, the world tour, we went to Singapore. And we had so many people show up to that event. Unbelievable. Like, I was yeah, so, so shocked. Yeah, so crazy. Um, yeah, we have a video of it. If you guys haven't seen it, check that out. But the line was like, it took hours and hours to get that. Like, wow. if you said, you mentioned you went to Orlando, right? Yeah. That one was nothing compared to Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> Singapore was crazy. Yeah. And, like, you know, so they understand English and they speak English predominantly in Singapore, but they have, like, a very thick accent to us. So just thinking that they're lit watching us over there, it's just yeah. it's just mind blowing, you know. Uh, and yeah. then like even other countries went to went to the Philippines uh, there as well. A ton of people showed up, and it's so crazy. Nice. Where else did we go? That um, Australia. Australia. Had a lot yeah. of people in Australia. United Kingdom. Yeah, United Kingdom. That's actually um, our second most viewed country is United Kingdom. So mm. we were kind of expecting a big audience there, but it was still it's it's crazy that yeah. we were able to travel the world and do this stuff from an arcade channel, you know? Yeah, just that's crazy. pretty cool. So so what gave you the the inspiration to, to just put it on YouTube? Was it just a, hey, let's see what happens? Or did you did you kind of have an idea to build a brand uh, once you started seeing that a lot of people were watching you? Okay, I wanna answer this question because it's highly debated between <laughs> me and Crystal's sister of whose idea it was to start the channel. <laughs> I say it was my idea, but her sister will debate it to this day <laughs> that she told us to do it. So uh -huh. we'll, we'll say it was both of our ideas. Um, okay. So yeah, we started, we didn't start it with the goal of, hey, let's go try to make a brand of this, try to earn money Definitely from this. not. We were just so surprised yeah. that people were actually watching it. Like it was, we were literally in college. We were in college, just being bored, we're like, hey, let's go play some games and, and do this. And we finished college, got our degrees, and then I was like, hey, at that point we had, how much was it? 50, like, yeah, at 50,000 at most. Yeah, around there. We were like, it was, it really had started taking up though. So, um, yeah. so it was crazy right then. And, and seeing those numbers go up, it was like, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we have to um, pursue this. Um, I mean, Crystal still kept her job for a little while. But we started pursuing it right after uh, college, after we went to, got our degrees. And then it's just become a bigger and bigger thing, a larger and larger brand. That's great. Yeah, what, what's your favorite um, type of art, like brand of arcade, I guess, when you've seen as much as you've seen around the world? And I mean, we've seen It's and Time Zone and all the places you've been to. What's, what's your favorite arcade around the world? So we have actually spoke about this before, just me and Crystal talking about this. And we have like a top... What is it like seven yeah, now? Like a, it's yeah. like five, six, or seven now. Yeah. So they're not they're no order. Yeah. Just so you guys know no there's order. no order no in order. this. <laughs> like in the US, Dave and Buster's is definitely the, one of the top arcades here in the US. Round one is both in Japan and here, so that's another one of our favorites. 
Uh, Cal Play Cal Moo in Singapore was a very great arcade. Yeah, we really yeah. enjoyed that arcade. They had like everything. So in Japan, if you guys don't know, they, you can't win tickets. Um, so really? you can't redeem tickets to get prizes like you can mm. here at Dave and Buster's and stuff. So um, having that in Singapore where we can win tickets and the same kind of UFO catchers. I don't know if you're familiar with those. It's two-arm claw machines. That it's different than a three-arm. Mm-hmm. And that was really cool about that one. What other ones did we have on there? Um, There's only three. Yeah, we I, we had a few. <laughs> Time zone's fun. Time zone. Oh yeah, we. They, really those are in Australia them. and Southeast Asia. Those are. We really different. enjoyed the Australia time zone. Yeah, zones. we have a lot of great videos coming up from there, and uh, what else in the U.S.? In the U.S., there are a few other arcade chains, yeah. but mostly it's like the I won't say mom and pop, but the just like the coming up um, brands like. Arcade City, mm-hmm. they're really great. They have locations like Pigeon Forge. They have like they're spreading around all over the U.S. now. Myrtle Beach, Orlando, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're a good arcade chain. Uh, Arcadia, mm-hmm. that's another good one. At one point, I remember saying that was our the best arcade we've ever been to. <laughs> that's been a few years now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although it is a great arcade, Yay. it's been a it's been a few years since. Um, that was like one of the first arcades we went to outside of Orlando. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are like some of our favorite. Mm-hmm. Right. So the, the catchphrase is um, the Pusheen, 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 <laughs> and mystery and that kind of stuff. So do, does that is that just you guys say that kind of stuff and bring it in, or is that spur of the moment and then it just sticks? Like, like you know, does exactly. it just happen? It's, it's kind of like spur of the moment, just stick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We were just playing a Pusheen claw machine, and Chris was like, she just started dancing, and she just like, she just started dancing. She started getting down with it, and now, um, like every time we see Pusheen, everybody in the comments, they're like, why didn't you do the Pusheen song? Why didn't you do the dance? (laughs) And even at the meet and greets, they're like, can I do the Pusheen dance with you? And and some of our meet and greet videos, you'll see some kids doing the dance with Chris. That's cool. And uh, and the mystery, the mystery, mystery that started. <laughs> hey, you from, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that started from our claw machine. If you can see it there in the background in the video, um, in our claw machine Saturday, which is something we do where we play the claw machine, let our viewers have a chance to win a prize. And what we did is have these bags that are mystery bags. We'd fill them up with different stuff, and sometimes it would have nothing in it, and that's the mystery of it. Do you want that or not? <laughs> So yeah, they kind of just happen, and we just roll with it. If it becomes a thing, that's great. That's really cool. Uh, I, I have one that Adam probably didn't put this on the list of questions, but it's not bad. I promise. Okay, <laughs> uh, please by all means. I, I've we've had a couple of YouTubers on our show before, and I, I tend to ask this question every time. If you get negative comments, how do you how do you go about that? Do you try not to read the comments? Do you try not to let it bother you? Did you have to grow thick skin? Uh, okay, what? so that's a good question. Um, we get asked this all the time, at, like even at, everywhere. Every time we meet somebody, this happens. Uh, so the first negative comment we got really hurt Crystal. It did. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really affected her. I was just like, eh. But over time, I actually read all the comments. If it's not more just spam or block I words. honestly hardly ever read them. That's just because she doesn't get on YouTube much. I really don't. Never watches YouTube. I really don't. Yeah, yeah, so I'll read like all the comments. I'll see them all. Um, I go through them. And like I said, we have a pretty like detailed block list of words, you know, like all the bad stuff. 
And as long as it doesn't have anything like that or it's not reported spam, I'll read them all. And it's actually funny now because sometimes <laughs> we'll get some negative comments that make us laugh. And we're like, oh, that's a new one. I haven't heard that. <laughs> it's like, whoa, that's good. Yeah, so, I mean, kind of had to grow thick skin, basically, because at first it kind of was hurtful. But, yeah. I mean, at this point, it's kind of hilarious sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, that one's creative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bazinga, well, that, right? that, yeah, that, that's something I'm, you know, we were, me and Adam were going through something and, and he said, Dave, don't read the comments. I'm like, but I, I kind of, I have to know. <laughs> I want to know what people are saying. Yeah, so. yeah, it's one thing you never do. You never read the comments on the internet. Never. No. Yep. I know. There's people get brave behind a keyboard, for sure. sure yeah, if, if, yeah, if they can't see your face right. and you can't see their face, they think, who cares? Yeah. 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 So you guys have, have grown this too. And so did... Did Plush Time Wins come before your other channels? Because you have that one, Plush Time Vlogs, and Cute and Cuddly Chris, right? Are those your main three? Yes. So yeah. yeah so Plush Time Wins came first, and then we we were like, hey, let's start doing the vlogging thing. And we didn't want to put it on the same channel because it just doesn't make sense. People don't want to see that. Uh, some people just want to see fun arcade stuff. And I mean, you kind of have a, to have a certain audience for yeah. vlogs. Um, some people aren't into it. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we decided to make that one, and then. Um, I was pushing Crystal to do her own channel for, like, felt like years. Yeah. And she never wanted to, but then eventually she jumped for it, and now she has her channel just doing well, her cute, cuddly Chris, so. Yeah, I, I, I kind of do that channel more of, like, uh, like sporadically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have you to thank for uh, my daughter loves going to Dollar Tree now just to see what Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hopefully <laughs> she sure. comes home with some awesome hauls. <laughs> oh, she does. Well, maybe we'll have to do a video of that then, because she can. I give her. I'll, she'll get three dollars and be like, "Oh my gosh, I have to go see all the journals and." That's <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yep. So 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 with all your claw machine wins, and I see, just like I said, the the three hours I've watched, you, you get tons. Mm -hmm. What do you do with all the 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 plush things that you win, or all the the fun stuff that are in the claw machines? So, at first, we just stuff it into our room right over there until all year long it builds up, builds up, builds up. And then around this time of the year, we donate it all to, not all of it, I don't say all of it, most of it. We do keep some that we either grow attached to or Crystal doesn't want to get rid of. It's too cute! Oh, it's just too cute! You have to keep! Sometimes I'm like, are we going to give anything away? <laughs> it sounds like my girls! <laughs> but yeah, what we do is we end up donating most of it to uh, Toys for Tots. Um, so we'll just bag it all up and then take it over to Toys for Tots and they gladly accept it every year. Lucky for us, otherwise we'd be stuck with it. Yeah. But yeah, so at one point we had so much that it was literally, what did I name that video? Who needs a foam pit when you get a prize pit? Yeah, it was like a mountain <laughs> yeah, It was literally like plush. two or three feet deep and we were like able to swim in it in a way. Not oh moving, goodness. but kind of like just trying to flap around in it. <laughs> so yeah, we donate most of it um, every year to Toys for Tots. Yeah, and that's, you're doing, you really have an cool. active campaign now with Toys for Tots yeah, on your website. Yeah, that's correct. We're actually doing a, a series of live streams for, as a charity campaign to raise awareness and money for Toys for Tots currently. And it's doing quite well. We uh, just hit uh, 5,000 yeah, raised. Yeah, that was super wow. exciting. Yeah, we were excited about that. That's great. And you guys on your YouTube channel too, you've just released some different levels and that kind of stuff. Why don't you tell everybody about that really quick too? 
Yeah, so um, YouTube is rolling out a feature called YouTube Memberships. And with the memberships, it gives our viewers a chance to become monthly subscribers. It is a paid subscription, so it's a monthly paid subscription. And we have different levels. Each level offers its own benefits. So we have the first level, which is the premier level. And on that level, you would get uh, custom emojis that only members can use during live, um, live streams. They're super cute. Yeah. We, um, <laughs> so the thing with the live streams is uh, we made, made all those emojis from members' feedback. So we decided, hey, let's, let's actually get the people's feedback. What do they want to see? So you get that at the premier level, and you also get a cool little loyalty badge beside your name, which we have been changing for the holidays. Uh -huh. Cool. And the next level up is the dun, 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 super <laughs> level. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a super level above that, and that one adds the benefit of uh, member-only live streams. So we've we've been doing member-only live streams where it's a much smaller audience that are able to watch it and we can actually see all the chat so during our normal live streams we have hundreds of people in the live stream and it's like impossible to see every single message chat goes by it's just so like fast. it's just scrolling like non-stop so we thought hey let's make this tier have member only um live streams yeah. and chat and so that's that and then up above that level is the boss level and the benefits you get all the other previous benefits of course and that one you get like behind the scenes stuff so if we're like out prepping for another video, Crystal's doing something for her channel, or we're doing some behind the scenes setup, or just just bonus stuff, um, mm -hmm. stuff that we won't release on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, just like behind the scenes. And recently, we've started doing, uh, this is actually a perk for any of the um, any of the levels, but we do throw in other stuff in there, we just don't guarantee mm -hmm. that you're gonna get this. But we've been letting people get early access to our videos, so. Um, we've been doing that for the boss and then the final level for champions as well. And the champions, the only difference between that and the boss level is they get a customized postcard every month. Mm -hmm. So um, we create a design and um, we fill it out either by hand or we use an app to do it if it's uh, if we decide to do it that way. So yeah, that's all the um, that's all the levels, all the benefits. And yeah, you should become a member. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So, so how they can folks? Should. Yeah, how can folks find you? Um, all of your social media and, and YouTube. How can how can they get in touch with you or see your content? How they find us, Chris? <laughs> so on YouTube, it's pretty much plus plus time wins across everything. Yeah, just search um, up plus time wins in Google and we pop up. Yes, Facebook, nice. Twitter. Plushtimewins.com. Literally yeah. everything plus time wins. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you guys. I mean, this was great. We, um, like I said, this has been a long time in the works and we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule now that you have a chance to breathe and, yes. and take a break from your world travels and, uh, and talk to us for a while. We definitely appreciate it. So thank you guys again. It's great. Yeah, thank, thank you for you having us. Guys. All right. We appreciate it. There you go, guys. That was uh, Angel and Crystal from Plush Time Wins. Uh, you can definitely tell they have an enthusiasm about what they do. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. <laughs> Just a little bit of one. Just a little bit, yeah. So, yeah. But so, so you mentioned, Dave, you mentioned it in the interview, that Ellie's kind of gotten oh my gosh. to where she'll watch it a little bit now, too. Yeah. Um, Big time. YouTube in general, like, what kind of stuff does Ellie get into? What kind of stuff do you get into? Like, is YouTube a thing? YouTube house? is a thing. I sometimes I'll go and I'll just search topics on YouTube. Uh, right now, well, right now one of the biggest things I've gotten into is Star Wars theories. The yeah. the site or the not the site the uh, 
channel. Yeah. Star Wars theories. What this guy does is he does fan fictions. You know, he'll take one moment in time in all the Star Wars. What's a nine episode? Not trilogy. Not sextilogy. A nineology. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, but he he <clears throat> takes just slight moments. You know, what if Mace Windu hadn't gone to fight hmm. Palpatine? What if, um. What if the Jedi Council found out that Anakin was married to hmm. Padme and, and takes it on through? Yeah. So it, it's it's pretty interesting and, and pretty cool to see what he does and all the thought process. I mean, he takes the story out. Yeah. So, you know, if Anakin, uh, just for instance, if they had found out that Anakin was married to Padme, they would have found out. I mean, keep in mind, a couple of the guys on the Jedi Council were also married. Yeah. So they would have gone forth and possibly helped Anakin and helped him with this fear of Padme dying. And so we'd have, you know, it wouldn't have this turn to the dark side. Hmm. You wouldn't have this this uh, where Palpatine kind of twists Anakin's mind to save Padme from death. Yeah. So it, it's interesting to see how how it goes all all goes out. Mm. And usually he wrote these about 2 3 years ago. So usually all this goes through as, you know, well all this would have happened Luke and Leia would have been trained as younglings. Yep. That blah 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 blah, but then Supreme Leader Snoke would come in. So, I mean, Snoke is an anomaly in, in all this and Snoke mm. is usually the this is the big bad instead of Palpatine. Hmm. Interesting. So it'll be it, neat to see cool. if, it'll be neat to see how Nine plays against that that kind of theory too. Because mm-hmm. a lot be. of people were disappointed that Snoke kind of ended up being a non-starter. But well, cool. there there is one of them. You know what happens if Mace Windu had or if if Anakin had helped Mace Windu, he would have killed Palpatine right then and there. Yeah. So. Who's the big bad? Hmm. You know, there's no Vader. There's yeah. no Palpatine. Yeah. You have to bring somebody else in. Yeah. So that's mine. Uh, but you ask who, what Ellie watches. Really, Ellie watches what I watch because I control the remote control. Uh, <laughs> nice. But it's mostly Walt Disney uh, vlogs. Yeah. Uh, of course, we're big into the WDW couple. I mean, yeah. you've, you've heard them on our show. Uh, we talk with them quite a bit, actually, on Inst- on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Uh, but uh, also, Tim Tracker, I-, I feel almost like I'm letting my friends down because Tim Tracker was on Logan's podcast, but he's not anymore. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we still we still watch him because he goes to all the theme parks. You get to know what all the the, the rides are like, what all the crowd levels are like. I mean, how else do you think I'm going to get all my, my fix in when I'm only yeah. there three times a year? Only. Uh, only. I mean, that's, yeah. that's like I said, I'm not in the, the high percentile. There's yeah. so many more people that go there so many more times. Yes, there locals, are. Locals, locals, yes. Lots of locals. Out of state, I mean, not the case. But hey, you know what? Whatever it takes, man. You feel better? Floats my you boat. feel better. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, also, I'm, I'm searching through what I subscribe to. And I mean, YouTube for me is a, um, an, a, a, I don't know, hajapaj of everything. Hajapaj. 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 
Yes. Um, of course, I have my wrestling that I watch. Mm-hmm. Wrestle Talk. Uh, they they basically they do the the, the news the rumors uh, mm-hmm. recaps of what's happened that that next day. Uh, Being the elite is the Young Bucks channel, which is also uh, AEW, which is the new wrestling promotion that I watch. Yep. Uh, the big one that I follow the the two well there okay there's two on here. Good Mythical Morning. I don't know if you've heard of these guys. Rhett and Link. I it's just like a 15 minute show they do every every morning and it's it's kind of a Jimmy Fallon type slapstick humor type thing they're pretty cool and then the Holderness family yeah if I've you seen know, the Holderness yeah, family yeah the Christmas jammies guys yeah they've they've made a whole career out of it they're they're really good um <laughs> one that you shouldn't watch with your kids around it's called Nick Hall Comedy um Definitely do not watch this with mixed com- mixed company, but he's got a character that he plays called Kent Murphy. Yeah, and he is a a baseball hitting instructor. You'll have to watch this after the after the episode just so you can see. Um, and of course, being the Bama fan I am, I follow Funny Man. Yeah, but I don't watch it that much. And, and there's this other website or this other group that I follow. Called Unrelated at Birth. Oh, those guys, uh, that, yeah, yeah, those guys. They, they yeah. only put out a couple of videos, um, but they might have another one coming out here pretty soon. I yeah, think. I hope they do. Sure, would be cool if they did something like from a, like a Mickey's Very Merry or a Disney Cruise, Cruise or something like that. that would yeah, be and then there, there's this other group that I follow called the Russell Sprouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think they've only got about four, five videos right now. They do. There, there will be um, some more. Um, I've heard rumors. There's some more coming from them um, okay. later this year. Okay. Well, what about you, Adam? Who, who are your uh, YouTube so videos? Let, let me ask you this first. So Ellie watches YouTube, mostly yes. what you watch. But has she ever discovered the surprise eggs? Like we the which, them, which Masham is in this one, or I'm going to peel the Play-Doh off the egg and then open it up and see what's in it, that kind of thing? No, but what she likes... We we haven't gone into this a lot lately, thank goodness. What she likes or liked were the blind bags. Yes. Oh yeah. For some reason, she got on this kick where one of them was. She opened up the the blind bag and it was Mickey, and she put them in a bath and washed them with oh yeah colored bubbles. Mm-hmm. So for three years of Ellie's five year life, she has called that type of YouTube genre. Mickey Bubbles. Mickey Bubbles. <laughs> There's Why? your channel name. You should make a channel and just go film yourself washing toys in a bathtub, man. You'd be Why a it's called Mickey Bubbles? <laughs> I will never know. And, and let's get into this. I understand, you know, Josh and Taylor, Tim Tracker, all these guys going through theme parks yeah. and people the, the the want to watch those videos. And I understand how Plush Time Wins does their thing because yep. I mean that's that's they go around the world and they play all these arcades that not many people get to see. Yeah. How in God's name did this kid get to be a multimillionaire opening eggs? Yeah. You know who I, I'm talking about. I don't know know the kid's name. Oh, there there's several channels that um that actually have toy brands of their own now where you open eggs and stuff like that. The, the funny thing about it is I honestly do believe that there is a portion of YouTube 
as as the format. I'm not crazy about the format because it lends itself to changing the video every 30 seconds, and you know, there's too much choice. It's part of the general mood in America today is there's too much choice. Uh, right? You about said it. So you about said it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it. But it's part of, it's part of just like what's going on is we have too much choice, right? And when we were kids and I'm not going to go on an old man rant, but when we were kids whatever's on TV was on TV. Okay. Now boomer. it's not that you yeah, thanks. It's now it's not that you just can choose like what you want to watch, it's that there's 100,000 choices and it never stops. And the app is built to present those choices to you in the middle of what you're already watching. And right. it's all about moving you through because the ad's typically front-loaded. So you pass the ad. Now you're in the back end of the video. It pops up a suggested video two-thirds of the way through to get you to a new one so they can throw an ad in front of you again. And yeah. it's just the, the engineering of it, I think, isn't something that I'm, I'm crazy about for kids. But well, I YouTube think itself? The content, no, YouTube, the, the app, the whole idea behind it. I think the content in there serves a niche because I remember... Is it niche or niche? Serves a niche, whichever one. Serves a nick, a niche. <laughs> what was the like thing at your movie privy? theater? Privy. 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 But yeah. it, it serves a niche because even with Disney Junior, I remember watching that. And when Aiden was born, Disney Junior wasn't a full channel yet. It was right. what they did in the morning on Disney Channel when all the kids who watched Disney Channel were going to school. They realize they have kids at home. They can reutilize that channel for, for that kind of stuff. And Mickey would teach kids how to tell time. Handy Manny would teach kids what all the tools are. It was all like Special Agent Oso stepped through like the three simple steps to do something like tying your shoes or helping a friend or something like that. Right. And then it took a pretty hard turn towards just content, you know? And yeah. But it was always where you think about like Sophia the First or some of those shows, Vampirina, they're really good. There's nothing wrong with them. But for a four-year-old, yeah, the struggles of a princess making her way through dance school and things like that, it's not really what they should no. be. You know, babies, young kids, that kind of stuff, if you're going to allow them to have screen time, there isn't a lot out there that's really good for them. And I think that Mickey's those color Clubhouse things and, and, and some of that Mickey's Clubhouse stuff, it's gone away. Yeah, you know, and even you could you could even justify little Einsteins back in the day because they're getting exposed to art and music and stuff like that. And even though YouTube doesn't really have that same educational component to it, it's also right. not following characters through struggles of daily life, That's which true. really you don't want to throw at a three or a four year old. So if you're going to allow them to have screen time, letting them watch colored eggs and they say the color as they open it and and that kind of stuff, I, I'm really not that opposed to it. What Emma gets into, and and it's funny how both of them went through a phase where they watch like nonsense stuff, right? And and we try to meter it, you try to limit it, you do your best as a parent to not let it be all they do. And all of the things that everybody always talks about with screens, where they've automatically sorted now is Emma watches shows where other girls play with dolls and make up stories. Now that's and a now, cool idea. One of the things she loves to do the most is play with dolls and make up stories. So it it reinforces something she already likes to do what Aiden's into now more than anything else in the world is Minecraft and playing really? Minecraft discovering the recipes doing all the stuff like that and um, and he actually now will watch a lot of videos with about Minecraft and about what to do and step-by-step -step tutorials and things like that so it again reinforces something that he likes to do so I think right. they, they've both you know they both kind of realized that there's a lot of noise and they kind of have self-selected out of the noise and into stuff that kind of goes along with their interests, which is really cool. Um, yeah. And so YouTube can be good, but at the same time, it can be something that 
a kid with an iPad could spend eight hours in front of just changing something every 30 seconds yeah. and training their brain for that little burst of dopamine every 30 seconds, you know? So it can right. be bad, but I think overall it's, it's not too bad. For me personally, though, and I know I've been rambling for a while. But it's for, okay. That's what we do. <laughs> but for me personally, I um, will default to like science stuff. There's a channel called Smarter Every Day. It's a dude who went to Alabama. We were actually at Alabama all at the same time, and he's a, a mech engineer. And he'll do um, cool experiments and stuff like that. And then um, there's a channel. There's, of course, Plus Time Wins. And then there's a channel called, um, we say Dal MYD because I don't know how else to say it. It's D-A-L-L-M-Y-D. And he actually will go diving in rivers around the country Mm. and places. And he just goes um, picking up trash but then also treasure hunting just to see what he can find. And he finds iPhones and like guns and he'll return them to the police and a lot of the times if he finds something and they can get the person's information off of it he'll return it to him and show that in the video too so it's oh, just kind of cool. it's a neat thing just to see you know what he finds and you know i think i think um overall for me one of the things i really like uh, about that kind of stuff and just in general is it's stuff that they're never going to put on tv they right. would never make a show about that stuff because it, it can't be influenced too much first off but it also isn't going to hold a large section of the population's attention. So you can go and find those little things. And then I know like my dad, you know, there's car repair channels that he watches that, you know, he's fixed whole things in his car based off of what experts have said. Really? You know, so there's That's ways cool. you can do stuff like that too. So, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now one, that, two that I follow that I love, and it's, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big music guy, as, as you probably heard in the past. First off, you introduced me to this guy. Grady Smith. Oh yeah, Grady's great, man. He's he is basically I don't want to call him the bridge between okay boomer and millennials with country, but I think he kind of is because yeah. he 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 tells you what's wrong with country music, but then he also tells you what's right with country music. Mm-hmm. Um I especially love his takes on Zach Brown recently. Yeah, that was crazy. After we had our episode where we talked that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I then found his video where he was talking about Zach Brown, and it was almost exactly to a T, down to the song level, what we were saying. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's always great to find somebody who agrees with you because then your confirmation bias kicks in. And you're like, yeah, that's right, they're wrong for making Gucci that bag. album. <laughs> stacks, stacks on stacks, <laughs> diamonds fill up the champagne glass. No one's called in. <laughs> Spoken word. Um, but then. The other one I like is Postmodern Jukebox. Oh, those guys are great. They take popular songs and mash them with jazz style or, yeah. or you know, whatever have you. I Okay, so when American Idol was in its heyday, they had two artists on that I just love that they didn't even make it in the top five of their years. Casey Abrams and Haley, oh, I forgot what her last name is, but they both sing this jazz style. Haley Reinhardt. Okay. They both sing this jazz scat, you know, style, yeah. and they're with Postmodern Jukebox. Oh, that's cool. And it's it's amazing. Uh, yeah. Casey yeah. Abrams sit there and plays the upright bass while he sings. Wow. Yeah. yeah, they've done a couple, I think, Eat to the Beats. Yeah, they have. They and have. Cut, yeah. I always kick myself yeah. when I end up missing them. Well, you also miss the uh, the in sync reunion at Eat to the Beat, and I'm still. It was very a partial in sync reunion. Mm, it was four of the five. Yeah, but it wasn't the main five. 
Or the main one the, of the five. That Four of the five. You said you would be really disappointed in me if JT showed up and I wasn't there. He didn't show up. I wasn't there. You can't be disappointed with me. Okay, okay. <laughs> and, and, and then there is another one that I follow that uh, also don't watch it with your kids around. But if you like history, which I know I do, and I think you do as well, as much as much not as much as I do, but you like history. It's called Epic Rap Battles of History. Yeah, these guys they they take two historical figures that usually are at odds with each other, or you know could have been at odds with each other, and basically they battle rap. Yeah, and it's yeah. not suitable for work without headphones on, but it's hilarious. <laughs> like I'm trying to think who the last one they had was. Uh, I'm pulling it up now. Oh. Joker and It, Pennywise. Oh, nice. Uh, the one before that was Vlad the Impaler versus Count Dracula. <laughs> um, Jacques Cousteau versus Steve Irwin. George Carlin versus Richard Pryor. Hulk Hogan versus Kim Jong Il. That was funny. Uh, let's see. Here's one you would like, Adam. Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberger. Oh, that's funny. Or Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, Zuckerberg. So that's funny. Yeah, so so I I really go for like the some to most of the time the comedic stuff stuff to kind of take my mind off of what I'm doing in the real world. Uh, when I watch it with the girls, it is more Disney related. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In fact, sometimes I I don't like getting my my you know suggested stuff after watching it with the girls because I'm like no that's yeah. girly no that's teeny popper <laughs> no no well can i tell you if there if there ever is a channel if you ever um if you ever wake up one morning and you feel like what have i done with my life and you want to reinforce that uh-huh. just go watch dude perfect and oh watch dude. watch grown men make millions of dollars throwing random objects at random targets and then yes, going but- on tour doing the same thing but they're amazing at it. I mean, oh, I know. They're sitting but, at the top of... But the thing of, is, but you know how many takes it does to do half of those things. It's really keeping that energy up. The 35th take where you finally hit the target, you're just as excited as you would have been if you had hit it the first time. That takes a little bit of talent because <laughs> we know it's not yeah, first true. time every time. But but still, it it's just be, like, man, they have know. a whole like building and a brand and a world tour. And it's just like, man, they throw a ball at a random object all day. We've got a brand... Where's our building and world tour? We're not throwing things at random objects. Evidently, that's what we're missing here. Let me throw my microphone at the wall. <laughs> yes! Did it work? Oh, yeah! yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Did it work? Do we have a brand now? I think that's it, man. We're going to be world famous tomorrow. Thank you for doing that. Hey, you're welcome. That was the catalyst. I hope they didn't wake up my girls. They're upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So we could talk YouTube all night because, I mean, one of our goals with this channel that we have truly is to be where we're walking around Disney Springs and they come up and say, hey, aren't you that guy from that show? And we can say, yeah, kid, we are. <laughs> you don't have to say no. Uh, not me. No, yeah. no, you, you don't know yeah, me. I mean, it would be nice. Yeah. I, I, w- I wouldn't be against that at all. But I, I think the beauty of it, though, is that all good things start. It doesn't matter which channel it is. 
like Blair's got this channel that she likes to watch with them called Kimmy the Clown, and it's literally just a lady dressed up like a clown coloring pictures. Uh oh, like that's uh-uh. it. That's it. No. Nope. Well, she's not I like overly clothes. dressed like a clown, like makeup, but it's like the the outfit. Wow, you're really having a visceral reaction to this right now. Nope. No wow. clowns. But anyway, so the the thing about it is, is as simple as the concept is, or as old and tired as the concept is, if you've got a passion around it and you're interested in it and you're doing it for fun and you're doing it because you enjoy it, it could turn into something. But if you're doing it just so it will turn into something, it never will. And if your wife lets you do it when you're walking around the theme park? Yeah, yeah. Or on a cruise ship. Or on a cruise ship. (laughs) So Amanda didn't like me taking on the video for the the cruise because she said, I just want to enjoy it sometimes, David. (laughs) Wow, she used your full... She used my full name. Oh, man. I mean, she is right. I mean, it does take away from some of the family stuff because every time she was trying to talk to me, I was filming. Yeah. So, But not every you know, time. No, well, no. But I, how much B-roll did I get on this last one, dude? Uh, yeah, that was a lot, dude. <laughs> I'm having trouble sorting through it all. <laughs> I mean, that was a ton of yeah, B-roll. Yeah, it's true. So, it's true. All right. So let's sum this all up in one big bow. Okay. If you had to, besides we know, Plush Time Wins, Mm -hmm. go follow them. If you had to say, besides Plush Time, if they only gave you one channel you could subscribe to on YouTube, what would it be? And don't suck up and say the WDW couple because we love them. Um, They also can't be in this because they've been, they're friends of ours. <sighs> if he had one, I, I would have to say smarter every day. Because um, that makes you smarter every day? Yeah, well, there's just not a lot of people who are dedicated to, like, science and explaining it simply. You know? There's not a lot of folks that get excited about that kind of stuff. So I, I would say that one. What about you? I would probably go with my Wrestle Talk. Yeah. Just because, I mean,. What is one of the things I'm most passionate about? Wrestling. Wrestling. And how do I find out most of my inside information? How do I find, well, besides my friends, but how do I find out most of my, what's going on and and this happened when, or, you know, I don't have time. There's, right now, if I wanted to keep up with wrestling, there are six shows that I have to watch. (laughs) Three WWE, one AEW, one Impact, and one NWA. There's no way I could watch all that. That's insane. So I I watch these guys and they do all the the recaps for yeah. me. And so I know what happened. So that's that's pretty much what I would do. There you go. But WDW couple and plush time wins would, would you know be given. You have well, to Well they'd be them. they'd be on the if if you're like what YouTube channel would you take with you to a deserted island? The assumption is they would be on the deserted island with us. Right, exactly. <laughs> Got it. Exactly. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if someone wanted to take us on a deserted island with them, mm. like that segue? You like that? That's pretty good. Yeah. How would they do that, sir? Um, they would have to first find a deserted island. And the way to with get the there. And then they have to invite us. Right. Yeah. But if they wanted to get in touch with us to invite us to that deserted island, they would call 650-UAB <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> 650 UAB show or you could go on the website www.unrelatedatbirth.com we, we need to start blogging like actual blog blog 
blog. Who we blogged last? Some... You did. I oh, did that's right. Blog. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, but you heard it here first, folks. I haven't had time because I've been playing Mr. Mom. <laughs> um, but you could also get a hold of us on Twitter at Not Related Bros at D Adams four one nine at Runtide Run on the gram. Mine and Adams are the same. Unrelated at birth is unrelated at birth. There you go. On Instagram. Um, so we we have our two comments. Yes, we need more. Are, are we getting? Are, are we going to get more? I hope so. Okay. Hope so, so we had a couple two of, more comments, and you don't sing until the end of February. End of January. January. Okay. We had a couple of of thoughts on punishments for me. Yes. But if we're doing these, if 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 we're doing these shows back to back to back. Are we going on the honor system? What what are we doing? Well, no, people will hear if you sing or not. I mean, you know, you just slip up okay. one time and there's a punishment. My dad so, actually posted while I, we were I just recording saw that. that you should wear a pink tutu and do do a minuet waltz. So I think uh, that's a great idea. With an auburn well, hat I, on would be even better. I like Vance's. Okay. Vance's was actually well thought out. Okay, so what was it? said, hashtag punishment for Dave. Increasing donations to give the ki- give kids the world for every occurrence starting at five dollars, and doubling each time, or he could do a one-time one hundred dollar donation to buy off his punishment. Wow, I like that one because if I mess up, it's not let's humiliate Dave; it's let's give money to a good a good cause. Fine, I guess that sounds good. <laughs> kidding of course that sounds better of course it yeah does. it does it does so I, I think that that's going to be our our mm. punishment of choice if i mess up i will donate to give kids the world there you go so there we go i like it if i mess up I if you do I'm, which you won't i mean you only have what this one in two more episodes for the year Right. So and we'll try not to yeah, mess you've up. Got, you've got enough self control, I have a feeling. And then no, you won't give to much, charity, and then you'll be a villain. So depends on how much bourbon starts flowing while we start recording. <laughs> so then, then you never know. I mean, it's true. Drunk Dave becomes karaoke Dave. I'll try to draw it so. out every now and then, though. I'll try to trap you. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you will. Yep. I'll catch myself and do uh, spoken word. There you go. So, all right, guys. Well, I guess what we're going to do is we're this is going to be part of a package to binge for yep, Christmas. It will. So I don't know if you're listening to this one first, second, or last. But if if you're listening to it first, have a Merry Christmas next week. If you're listening to it second, Merry Christmas. If you're listening to it last, Happy New Year! <laughs> uh, we'll be back with a, a new conglomerate of shows no just one show no we'll go in back the new year yeah we're gonna we're gonna release this as a trifecta to get you through next week or the week we're releasing this christmas and new year's and then we'll come back in the new year with fresh content so yeah just like vance said on his post if you want to wait to binge wait to binge if you want to binge right away because you just can't wait because the content is so awesome feel free to do that as well but either way new stuff's coming right at the turn of the year so there you go dude it's about to be 2020 i know we're about to be in the roaring 20s. If they don't have Barbara Walters announce that when they I the know, ball, right. that just makes too much sense. Bring her on. I'm Baba Wawa, and this is 2020. And this is 2020. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we, uh, we will see y'all at the next episode when you binge us next. So, guys, we love y'all. 
I can't say we'll see y'all next week. We'll see y'all on the next episode. See you when we see you. See you when we see you. Later. Bye, Love guys. you guys. See you. Well, golly. Shazam. Sergeant Carter. Golly. <laughs> I like Shazam. the citizens. Citizens are raised. Citizens are raised. Citizens are raised. <laughs> Dave wants to read his sentence. <laughs> <laughs>